Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. I know you've missed this greeting. Not bullshit. I'm so happy to be back with you guys, and even more exciting, uh, today kicks off season four of Popping Off with Feel. Yes, that's right. It's been four years on April 10th, 2018, in my car, traveling up 85 North on my way to work, I decided to record the first episode and then I think maybe during my lunch period the second episode um of what we all know is popping off with Phil and even though April 10th was the actual anniversary that was over the weekend today serves as our anniversary it's our day so first of all thank you to everyone who's rocked with me from the beginning rocked with me from the beginning and all of those who have joined later on and and still find some of those old podcast inspirational motivational or you know just a good laugh like I'm really appreciative and I can't say that enough um I've been trying to figure this thing out it's funny because the idea of recording popping off with Phil from my vehicle was not the original concept it's just kind of what happened and people responded to it so I kind of stuck with that idea and it worked for me it worked for me because the week prior to publishing the first episode of popping off with Phil I had recorded something in my bedroom and I hated it I was upset with the way I sounded I felt like I was fumbling over words I was making a bunch of mistakes and I was like this doesn't sound like the podcast of somebody who's intelligent who's gonna listen to this shit and so I deleted it and and didn't think about it anymore and the day that I recorded the first episode, I got a text message from my best friend, Steven in Chicago, um, who is very instrumental <laughs> in popping off with Phil. And I promise you, he's somebody that we're going to speak to this particular season. We're going to work it out because I would love to just cackle with him and record it. But anyway, um, he sent me a text message and asked me about the podcast. Basically, just a gentle nudge of, hey, Phil, what's going on? You were here in February. It's April. I haven't heard a podcast yet. We had so many great ideas. What's going on? Um, And I was like, well, you know, just a lot of shit going on. What's not going on? Just a lot of shit going on. It's on the black burner. Uh, The black burner. It's on the back burner. Um, And he was like, just don't take it off the stove. And that was the gentle nudge that I needed. and And I recorded the episode. And recording it from my car actually worked really well for me because anybody who knows a Virgo, anybody who knows me, knows that we suffer from a horrible disease called perfectionism. And some of the issues that I had with recording and what to say and how to say it and fumbling over words and messing things up were all reasons that I used to not do it. And recording in my car, which gave the show a live element, I really liked because it challenged that whole concept it's like it doesn't have to be perfect this is live radio so what you say is what you say you're gonna fuck up words you're gonna mess up things you're not gonna say things properly your subject and verbs may or may not agree (laughs) and that's okay because you're a person and you're human and it doesn't mean that what you have to say doesn't have value now don't make too many mistakes because you don't want people to come looking for your degrees but um it was about having a good time and Then the pandemic happened and all that changed. And I really struggled with that change. I really struggled with having to plan an episode, having to plan guests. And it got overwhelming. 
and my natural response to being overwhelmed is to retreat and that is the reason why season four was i'm sorry season three was a little shorter than some of the other seasons it was a little less consistent because i was just trying to figure it out you know we were in a pandemic people were sick uh either from COVID 19 or other things it was so much going on in the world and i just retreated and so that's kind of what happened so last season season three was for those of us who are Shonda Rhimes uh, followers and who watch any of her ABC series, last season was more how to get away with murder. Like an average, she's like an average 15 episodes a season. That's kind of what you got, even though you got a few more episodes. So it was kind of in between how to get away with murder and scandal, which on average is about 17 episodes, where in the past you've gotten more of a Grey's Anatomy type of showing. Um, which is average is about 24 episodes. So anyway, it all balances itself out. We're here. We're still here. We're still black. We're still queer. We're still making it happen. And I'm just happy to be back with you guys. I'm happy to kind of get back in my groove, back in, you know, back in my zhuzh. And I started today by doing something that I never do, um, which is listen to older podcasts. That is something I never do. Um, and I think that's, has something to do with the perfectionism. I just want to put it out there and what it is, it is, and what it ain't, it ain't. And it's so funny because the episodes that I record where I'm like, you sound like a blothering fucking idiot, are typically the episodes people like, I was so inspired by that. I was like, oh, really? Oh, that's great. But I, and to myself, and that just goes to show you that we put such incredible pressure on ourselves to be what whatever it is we want to be to be perfect to be great um to be flawless to be undaunted shout out to all of my uh my Spellman sisters who just celebrated their uh their uh their founder's day uh, undaunted is their theme so anyway just a plug shameless uh i don't get any promotions or kickbacks for from that though it doesn't matter uh <laughs> off the off the topic but I, i'm just saying all that to say that um well, what am I trying to say? Um, yeah, we get so caught up in being flawless that I didn't want to go back and listen because I felt like it was I was going to cringe and it was going to make me feel bad. And I was going to want to rip everything down. So I don't do that. Uh, but I went back and listened to the first two episodes today. And it's interesting because when John was on the podcast he talked a lot about journaling and the whole impetus of that show came from a conversation that we had about him revisiting in some old journal writings I guess that's the best way to say it and kind of comparing and contrasting who he was then and who he is now what he wanted then and what was important to him then and what he wants and what's important to him now and realizing that there had been some growth and some change that he otherwise wouldn't have known because he wouldn't have chronicled it had he not written it in a journal. And I also told you during that podcast how terrifying journaling is to me because there's a permanence in writing that I'm just not really, really ready to, to, to deal with. But another friend of mine reminded me who also journals that, hey, <laughs> hello, hello. Are you listening? Yeah. Popping off with Phil is your journal. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. Because I've talked about everything on Popping Off With Feel from familial issues to uh, 
uh, uh, to uh, to romantic issues, to uh, friendship issues, to work issues, to my frustration with the world, with the economy, with the lack of empathy, uh, to the issues between heterosexual and homosexual dynamics from church. I've talked about every fucking thing on this podcast. And I was like, oh shit, it is my journal. And, and even when I think about just looking at some of the topics, there are periods in my life where there were people that I wanted to speak to that I couldn't. Um, there just wasn't an avenue to have that level of conversation. And so I I, I I aired all that shit out on the podcast. And, you know, from time to time, people listen to the podcast. And, you know, the question is, is this specifically about me? In some instances it is, or re- at least related to the situation that we were in. And this really is my journal. And so I... Uh, I, I, I tested myself today and I went back to see what headspace I was in at 32 years old, which is when I started this podcast. Um, and now I'm going to be 36 this year and how different things were. Um, a lot of the first podcast was talking about that whole concept of faith versus fear and getting over some of your past indiscretions and some of your past mistakes so you can just move forward in life. And at the time that I recorded that podcast, I had decided after a trip to Chicago that I was going to heavily pursue and intentionally pursue transitioning from corporate America to the nonprofit arena and really focus on somehow, some way using this 70K plus degree that I have from Drexel University in arts administration and I decided the only way to push myself was when it was time to renew my lease for my apartment that I wasn't going to do it and I didn't so when April came I didn't renew my lease and so for lack of a better word at the time that I recorded that podcast I really was on the brink of homelessness like I had friends who were willing to offer space for me to occupy but I really didn't have anywhere to go and I didn't have a plan I started applying for jobs I applied for a position in Dallas I applied for positions in California positions in Chicago um positions in New Jersey New York Pennsylvania I'm sorry I should probably I'm I'm mixing up cities and states so Texas (laughs) um Illinois uh even Michigan at the time I applied for a a position in in Pennsylvania something in New Jersey something in uh, West Virginia in Florida I I was contemplating something in Kentucky definitely California both Southern and Northern I was just literally throwing (laughs) shit at the wall and seeing what stuck and it was a very interesting place for me because I am, that's not who I am. I'm not one of those people, but I literally was like, okay, this is the goal. I'm going to try to figure something out. I really thought that that Dallas job was going to pan out, but it did not. But I got really, really far in the consideration. I never got an actual interview, um, but in terms of how the system works, like my resume had made it to the desk of a hiring manager. So I was really, I was feeling really confident about that. Um, and so the goal was hopefully I can secure a job in the next six months, but if not, um, 
regardless of what the situation is, at the end of 2018, I'm gonna pack my shit up and I'm gonna go. And Chicago is kind of where I thought I wanted to land because my best friend Steven was there. It's four and a half hours away from home. So if things got really, really bad, I knew I could retreat. Um, and I was disenchanted with kind of what I was doing at work at the time anyway. So, I mean, it all kind of just fell into alignment. Well, fast forward four years later, almost four years later, I've purchased a home in Atlanta. Um, I am <laughs> redating someone from my past, uh, which is kind of in alignment with the reason why I didn't press to leave Atlanta the first time. So life's just crazy. And, and I, I listened to that episode today and I listened to that 32 year old voice and I was like, well, goddamn, things really do have their, their, their own way of panning out that are very different from how you see things because I'm at a position now or in a place in my life now where I don't know if I will ever functionally work in arts administration, like my day-to-day, -day, my nine-to-five. I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, and I felt like that before. And I'm okay with that now. At one point, I wasn't okay with that. I think I was like, I pay all this money for this degree. It should be working for me. And I don't feel like it's working for me. Even if I'm not doing the work, somebody should be paying me for the time that I spent getting this fucking degree. Um, and so I, I think my thought process has changed a little bit. Um, I've even thought about entertain I've entertained the the idea of because you know I'm not a fan of school but I entertained the idea of going back to school and possibly getting an MBA um because that might help a little bit because at this point I, I got bills to pay and now I have a mortgage and so <laughs> I need that money <laughs> money that literally that song plays over in my head because that's what I need but nonetheless the, the whole reason why I'm saying that is um it was very interesting taking that walk down memory lane. And I think what I'll do some this season is just pick different episodes that I've recorded in the past and, and listen to them, you know, kind of see where my headspace was at that time to see if there's been any change and kind of talk about that. Um, you know, I am really forced to change the way that I was doing things. And as often as I write on my resume that I'm a pretty adaptable person, um, that's bullshit that you feed people to get them to hire you I really struggled with this change to the way that I functionally operated my podcast due to the pandemic and so I'm really trying to get over that um so God bless me <laughs> God bless me and God bless all of you who've been so patient with me and all of you who have supported me and all of you who have sent me a text or some other type of communication, or even just brought it up in conversation. Hey, Phil, where's your podcast? You know, it, the crazy thing is I thought that, I know this sounds crazy. Like I know people were listening, but I was like, maybe people really aren't gonna miss it because I, I, I like, like me, people are not in their cars nearly as much as they were because a lot of people are working from home. And I know that's when a lot of people consumed the podcast, which is why I was so focused very early on, on the whole concept of micro content, making it short and sweet and digestible because there are other podcasts out there that I, I, they're phenomenally entertaining, but they're too fucking long. I just don't have two hours. And that whole concept of watching something or listening to something for 30 minutes and a chunk and then going back to it it's it's difficult for me 
it's difficult for me. So I can only imagine that that's challenging for other people. And as a content creator, because that's literally what I am, I, I wanted to be mindful of that and respectful of people's time. And I didn't want to put something out there that people weren't going to want to listen to. Uh, I was actually looking at some of the uh, analytics and it's like, it'll show you um, the percentage of people who finished a fucking episode. And you're like, this episode was 13 minutes and niggas attention spans were no longer than five. So I, I definitely can't be on here for 45 minutes gapping because ain't nobody gonna want to listen to that. But nonetheless, um, I'm working on it. I am definitely trying to be more consistent. Um, but I don't want to make excuses or apologize for really having to figure it out, which is what I typically would do. Like I would have this long drawn out apology as to why I couldn't make it. Like I literally didn't, I, in my own mind, myself could not figure out how to functionally make this thing work in the pandemic. And that's literally the only reason. And I found myself in a space where I was like, I just don't feel like doing it. And I had ideas in my head, but I was like, I just don't, I can't because I have all these other things to do. Like I have this work thing to do. I need to figure this out. And I just scheduled this 2020. I'm going to be honest with you in terms of work was extremely stressful. It was extremely stressful because I took on a role uh, around third quarter of 2019 that had a lot of travel involved. That was one of the, re well, not a lot of travel, but it, it, there was travel involved. That was one of the main reasons why I took, took on the role because I wanted to do something different. And to be quite honest, I've been at Primerica. Oh shit, I didn't mean to say the name. Oh, well, now y'all know. Y'all probably, I probably said it before. Anyway, I've been in my company because <laughs> I'm not going to edit this out. I've been in my company 13 years and um, the job that I have currently was the job that I realized very early on in my career there that I wanted. Like, I was like, oh, I want to do that. That would be a cool job. And there are times where I've applied for this role, but I just, I wasn't equipped at the time. I didn't have the experience that I have now. So I'm definitely much better and, and much more equipped to do this job today than I was when I applied for it some four or five years ago. Nonetheless, um, there was a lot of change in the department. Um, and additionally, the pandemic changed a lot, like how this role typically functions. And um, it's been stressful. It was stressful trying to navigate it because as I was trying to figure out how to work from home in this environment and still very much so learning the job, um, the department and senior and executive management was trying to figure out how to wrap their head around it too. And so it's just a lot of change and it was extremely frustrating. And 2020, the job itself, like it drove me crazy. Like I literally, those, I would say July, not July, August, August, September, October, November, I have never been so busy in my life. And, and then I spent January really trying to put a bow on those prior three months and no not prior three months uh august september october november december not really december so the, the those four months i spent january the latter part of december and january really just trying to figure like trying to make sense of it all and it was it was a lot it was extremely stressful and so to be honest there just wasn't any room for the podcast and 
and and essentially that means that I didn't I didn't make any room for myself. And I know because when I took a hiatus in the earlier part of 2020 and then came back, that's one of the things I talked about. All the podcast is as my journal is me making time for myself. And I literally took myself out of the equation. It was only focused on trying to make sense out of that fucking job. And I will never do that again. So I can't promise that I'm going to be here every week. Um, But I am definitely not going to stop like I've stopped. That I can attest to. And it just, it's going to require some planning. It's going to require some sitting down. It's going to require a retooling a reprogramming, if you will, of how I program the show. <laughs> yeah, for lack of a better word. So I've already began, began, begun reaching out to people that I'm interested in having on the show just because I'm interested in them because they're interesting people. I've already talked to people about coming on and I am in, I am, I'm going to be very intentional about getting those things done and doing the pre-work so that I am able to deliver the type of show that I I can be proud of, one, but two, that can be beneficial to other people because ultimately that's the goal. The goal is to produce a show that has content that really does help people. Like I haven't forgotten that mission. Um, when I started this podcast, the whole purpose was to be a different voice in the landscape, a voice that I hadn't heard talking about shit that other people aren't talking about. I don't think that there's anything wrong with gossip-based, rag-based content because that's what people do. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just wanted to do something different because I wanted to touch people. I wanted people to know that there was somebody who thought like them, felt like them in the world trying to figure this shit out. I still believe very uh, very much so in the idea that there are beginning intermediate intermediate and expert stages of life in this journey and that we have all been through different stages and it, you know as young as I am I might be an expert in something that someone older than older than I am is at a beginning stage because they've not experienced that you know like for instance you know we're just gonna say this for conversation baby gays baby gays are what we call the gays who have just started to uh to figure out sexuality and so you can be a baby gay at 40 years old if prior to that time you never engaged romantically with someone of the same sex um and that can be the same thing if you're a woman you know if you spent your the earlier part of your life being a wife and being married and having kids and trying to live that life and now you're doing something different um you too would be a baby gay um you can be in your 40s and never had a whole phase which i believe is very very important i believe that people should go through that in their lives Uh, especially those individuals who have always been in serious relationships you know who have been in marriages who've been divorced or you know long engagements or long courtships or long whatever the case is like i believe that the whole stage is important it teaches you things things about yourself um that you would otherwise not know so i i'm not saying that i'm an expert at the whole phase or the whole stage in life but i'm saying that i may be more advanced (laughs) in that particular area than someone else who 
is older than me, but vice versa. Somebody could be younger than I am and have experienced, I have quite a few younger brothers that I am astonished at their ability to maintain and have had very serious, long lasting romantic relationships. They're younger than I am. That's not something I teach. I teach them a bunch of shit and I believe, and they always tell me, and I feel good about it, even though they are all doing much better in life than I, I, I could ever imagine. When I want to talk about, you know, my younger brothers. I'm talking about like my Morehouse brothers, you know, people who were Glee Club members, like my, my, like my Glee Club little brothers. They are doing some phenomenal things, like the ones that claim me, like the ones that actually say, oh yeah, Phil's my big brother. So they're doing phenomenal things in life. And some of them are doing better in life than me. And, you know, for me, I don't, you know, listen, I'm all good for that. And if you feel like you've reached a certain point in your life at, at any point during that journey, I helped you. I, I feel amazing about that because to me, that's what brotherhood is about. That's what mentorship is about. Um, that's what it's all about. I, so I say all that to say that, you know, those people are younger than me, but they're experts in certain situations in terms of life, in terms of finance that I am not an expert in. And so we all can learn from each other. Um, black, white, gay, straight, uh, young, old, male, female. We, we all have something to offer. And I just want to explore a little bit more of that as the season goes on. So I'm not going to give you this teaser about all I'm going to talk about because I ain't planned that shit. You know what I'm saying? But the goal is to do better about the planning so that I can deliver because um, that's important. I don't want to lose my audience. And I really, if I'm honest with myself, I've done a lot of things in life at uh, half capacity. You know what I'm saying? I was just saying to someone else the other day, and this is not a pity party. I have forgiven myself for being a half-ass about things, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I've done a lot of things at half capacity. I've done a lot of things where I have not completely applied myself. Um, I haven't put in the work because I'm lazy. And to be quite honest, I really just want to be a rich heir. Um, but that's not going to happen. So I, I've, I've, I've gotten over that. I'm not going to be an heir. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna marry. I'm not gonna marry rich. It doesn't mean that I I can't build wealth with someone, but I'm not gonna marry rich. And so all of my problems are not gonna be solved with a wave of a wand. So that means at some point I'm gonna have to do some work, and and it might and some of it might be hard work. But um, the point I'm trying to make is I realize that if I just put in a little effort, you know what I'm saying. I don't necessarily have to max out at 100. percent I'm probably not going to max out at 100%. But um, if I just apply myself a little bit more, things can go much further than than they're going. And my podcast is one of those things. I, no lie, I really do think that I've helped people. And I've really helped myself. And, and I... And if I if I had to come up with purpose, if I had to figure out, like if I had to say that that that's what Phil Holly's purpose is in life is to help people, and I've gone down different avenues and different paths to try to figure out how that works or what that means. You know, I've been told that the real gift is not my voice because I'm a singer, I sing. The real gift is not my voice, but it's my hands. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, is, what does that mean? Um, 
I know that part of why I'm here is to help people. Um, and I believe that this podcast is an avenue to do that. And that's a gift. And I don't want to take that for granted. And in some ways I have, because it's easy for me to do things. I mean, I just literally decided to sit down today and say, hey, you know, it's time to get back on the train. And so here we are on the train recording the first episode of season four of Popping Off with Phil, because that was the decision that needed to be made. And it was so easy to fall back into it. Like, no regrets about starting today. Um, And so here we are. So I'm not going to bore you. We're almost at 30 minutes. And I do want to get back to that whole concept of micro content. That's actually why I'm recording on my computer. Because for whatever reason, when you record an episode using the Anchor app or using the, the, the desktop version of Anchor, it stops you at 30 minutes. It gives you a maximum of 30 minutes. And you know... I'm not going to go in and edit. That's why everybody knows where I work now. And I'm pretty sure in the four years that I've been recording this podcast, I've probably mentioned it. But, I, you know, I just try to keep it out. Meaning in case I say some fuck nigga shit, which is quite possible. And um, so anyway, this is the first episode of season four of Popping Off With Feel. Um, thank you for continuously supporting me. Thank you for giving me those gentle nudges about getting back into it, letting me know that you missed me, letting me know that you missed my content content and my perspective on things. Um, Popping Off With Phil is available on 10 different platforms. That is Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Google, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. So you can find me anywhere. There's really no excuse. I'm trying to build up my numbers. Share this with a friend. Do not forget to rate and to um and to rate that's what's important on these different platforms so people know that i exist i love y'all for real i hope you have a beautiful tuesday and a beautiful rest of the week uh stay healthy stay masked up get vaccinated and be safe love you peace